So what do you trust? I mean, what do you really trust? I think when we're honest about it, most of us really trust ourselves. Or we trust something else. But the whole point of our faith and everything that Jesus did was to teach us that everything's just fine if we'll trust him. We'll trust him. That's the deal. And that's what he shows us today in today's reading, which comes from Matthew chapter 4. Consider the word of the Lord. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. He fasted 40 days and 40 nights, and afterward he was famished. The tempter came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. But he answered, It is written, One does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and placed him on the pinnacle of the temple, saying to him, If if you are the Son of God, throw yourself down. For it is written, He will command His angels concerning you, and on their hands they will bear you up, so that you will not dash your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him, Again, it is written, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. And he said to him, All these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil left him. And suddenly angels came and waited on him. The word of the Lord for the people of the Lord. Please be in prayer with me and for me. Gracious and loving God, God who sent Jesus to show us what it is to be human. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, our strength and our salvation. Where do you think Matthew got this story? Jesus must have told him, right? And his other disciples that went with him, because presumably there was nobody there with Jesus. And I don't know, I don't imagine many of his disciples were up to fasting for 40 days. You know, with him. But again, sort of like that hymn we sang a few minutes ago, you know. He did it by himself. And of course, we all have to make the decision ourselves too. I think it's interesting, isn't it? He had just gotten baptized. He said he just got baptized and the Spirit, right? The Holy Spirit led him out into the wilderness. Real important here for us 
to think about. Jesus wasn't being punished. He hadn't done anything wrong. But he's, uh, he's being led by the Spirit out into the wilderness. I often hear people say, well, why did God do this to me? My usual response is, God didn't do this to you. Or I hear people saying things like, well, if, they, if they're good little boys and girls, everything will go right, right? That's not exactly how I read the scripture. Now, isn't it interesting? Paul got it. I truly believe Paul got it. And we have, we have this, uh, we have some folks in our midst, and I don't necessarily mean right here in this group, I mean of those of us who claim to be followers of Jesus that think that Jesus and Paul taught different things. They didn't. They didn't at all. You just have to look at it. And some things maybe Paul interprets a little bit differently. You know what Paul said in Romans 8.14? He said, as many as are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. What did God say to Jesus when he got baptized? Or, or we can even go, we can go back to next, last week, Transfiguration Sunday, when he was on the mountain. This is my son. Listen to him. All right? You're led by the Spirit. You're a child of God. Jesus was led by the Spirit out into the wilderness. The wilderness is where we find God. When we find that we can't depend upon our own resources. Look at what the devil does. He doesn't have any new tricks, so to speak. Holly read from Genesis chapter 3. What does the devil do? He makes, or I, I shouldn't say he makes, he invites, and he was successful, Adam and Eve into not trusting God. That's what he did. We can look at it in, in different ways, but when you boil it all down, that's what he did. He sowed the seeds of distrust. So you can't really, he, he, not in these words, as written in scripture there, but otherwise translated, you really can't trust what God said. If you eat that fruit, you're not going to die. Pretty interesting. And then, of course, Eve does what a lot of us are want to do. And I hear Christians doing a lot of times. She wanted to do like Flip Wilson and say, the devil made me do it, right? The devil didn't make her do anything. Nor does the devil make any of us do anything. Those are empty words if we want to blame things on Satan. Very hollow, very empty words. So he, gets, he does the same thing with Jesus. He tries to get him to distrust God by questioning his identity, right? You're really God's son. You can turn these rocks into bread. See, Jesus passed the test. Jesus understood. He understood fully. He understood completely. 
that to be human means to depend upon God. You know, we believe that Jesus was fully human and fully God. But to be fully human means to depend upon God. It's not being human to depend upon yourself. You know, a lot of times, I th- I, I've, said, I've said this before, like I say a lot of things before, because we learn by repetition. I've said that before, too. And my desire is that all of us would learn to be better followers of Jesus. Because that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. We learn by repetition. Jesus said, Jesus said there, right? You don't live by bread alone. You don't live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. He didn't doubt his identity. He didn't doubt his identity. You know, the part of it that we get backwards is a lot of times when people make a mistake or when they fall short, they say, well, I'm only human. No, you're not. If you were human, if you were fully human, like Jesus was fully human, you wouldn't fall short. Now, that takes some thinking about if you're fully human. You see, we all have that place in us. We all have that place in us that has to be filled up by God. You know, there's uh, one of the best quotes I can think of that, that sort of makes this real for me is by uh, the Indian poet Tagore. And, and one thing he said was, emancipation from the soil is not freedom for a tree. Think about that. And I think it's the same way with us. See, we have to understand, we are not complete until we fill the emptiness in us with dependence upon God. And Jesus did that in every every situation here, you know. He didn't turn rocks into bread, but he fed 5,000. He didn't jump off the pinnacle there, but he let himself be crucified and trusted God to raise him from the dead. And he didn't accept worshiping Satan or anything other than God, but he showed people how they could make the kingdom of God manifest in their life. You know, I think we get, we get sincere Christians get frustrated when they realize their unbelief right? When they really realize their unbelief. How do we know if we really trust somebody? You trust your doctor? If your doctor tells you to do something, do you do it? I think some people do, some people don't. But I guess some people do and some people don't trust their doctors. Or if you go to get your car fixed and they say, you know, you really need to do umpty ump or your car is going to break down some of us have not done it and had our cars break down and some of us do it and they don't break down you know if we trust somebody we do what they say pretty simple it's pretty simple now again look at what Jesus did when his identity was questioned 
when his identity was questioned, he never forgot who he was or whose he was. He never forgot it. And that's what he demonstrated to us. He showed us, you know, to depend upon God. You know, we can't fill that hole in us with a new hat or a new pair of shoes or a new car or a great vacation or a new house or a big gooey chocolate cookie, all right? Something I heard earlier today. But a lot of times we still try to do that, don't we? We still try to do that. So as we enter into Lent and we contemplate Jesus' resurrection, I want us all to spend some time thinking about what does it really mean if you trust somebody? I think it means you're willing, willing to give them everything. If you really trust somebody, you know, including your self-will, right? Including your self-will. Jesus could have done all of those things that he was asked to do by the accuser. But he knew if he did, he would be denying his dependence upon God. He knew God would take care of that. So this morning when you come to the table, I want you to think. Think about Adam and Eve. Think about the knowledge of good and evil. Maybe it's not that complicated. Maybe the knowledge of good and evil is just knowing that to trust God is good. Trust yourself is evil. I think it's probably just that simple. I really do. But I remember Jesus who said when he shared that meal with his disciples before he was going to be crucified, he said, this is my blood of the new covenant, right? The new covenant, the new one that's better than the old one. You see, in the old covenant, what happened? They didn't trust God. They trusted themselves. They made alliances with all sorts of other countries. They ignored God's word. They trusted themselves. The same old story that we see in the Tower of Babel. They trusted in human ingenuity and technology and ideas instead of trusting in God. Jesus says, no, the new covenant, the new covenant in my blood is to trust God. The good news is if you trust God, you get a new life in God's kingdom. Amen.